0: The following podcast is not for children and contains discussions of adult themes. In addition, this particular episode briefly discusses abuse in the foster care system. Listener's discretion is advised. And remember, listeners, the dreamiest thing you can do is listen to your own needs.
1: Words podcast i'm nicole
0: and i'm claudia we're going to be reading a romance novel every episode and we're going to be ranking it on its steaminess its dreaminess and its memeiness. so how sexy is it how romantic is it and how unintentionally funny is it (laughs) because i feel there is there's often there's often a good mix of all three in a romance novel
1: Absolutely. And then we'll even throw in a couple other things to, like, smash or pass on the main characters mm-hmm. and, you know, rating how often they abuse the thesaurus. <laughs> we are here to talk about A Virgin to Redeem the Billionaire by Danny Collins. Uh, but before that, I figure since it's the first episode, it would be good to do some brief introductions. So, Claudia, why don't you go first? What what makes you qualified to talk about romance novels?
0: So, uh... Uh, I'm gay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I like to consider myself a romantic And, you know, I've been writing for, you know, a couple of decades Amateurly, (laughs) but I like to think that I understand romance And how I think it should be portrayed in fiction Is that cocky to say?
1: (laughs) honestly i feel the same way about um improv i listen to a lot of improv podcasts Mm -hmm. and therefore i feel like i am an expert but no you're (laughs) you're, so you're valid (laughs) you know Um,
0: peter i'm something of an improviser myself (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: like i can tell good improv from bad improv yeah Um, (laughs) i mean
0: yeah (laughs)
1: So, my, my mother has pretty much like force-fed romantic comedies down my throat since conception, I think. And so, you know, I've always been into the whole romance genre and uh, when I first started writing, I started writing fan fiction, and of course I had to write about all my ships, so I've been writing romance on and off for ooh, like 15 years at this point. <laughs> Uh, and currently, I, I just I picked it back up, I'm still writing a lot of romance. And I'm now, you know, dipping my toes into writing smut. So I consider myself a critic as much as I do a student.
0: Yeah, I you know, <laughs> I think it's important to keep both open in one's life.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so a virgin to redeem the billionaire.
0: Yeah, let's okay. I mean, let's get this out of the way first billionaires can't be redeemed let's just say that
1: amen i did act okay so just to kind of give you a little bit of you know context here uh i have a physical copy of the book and i color-coded things because of course mm-hmm. so pink was for all the things that i considered steamy blue mm-hmm. for dreamy orange for me and then i had a couple purple ones in here for just things i wanted like to to talk about and then i also have green tabs and that was for every flagrant display of wealth <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: okay before we get into it i want to say it right off the bat i i enjoyed it
0: i liked it too i, I was really it. surprised <laughs> yeah. i expected to to go in here being like you know haha virgin billionaire I I don't know. I expected to to find it funny, but it was, I I found it really really nice.
1: I know. I like. I just. I mean, with any romance novel, I'm always like very critical about how about pacing. Yeah. So, you know, I feel it, it was a little rushed, but you know, we yeah. gotta get that happy ending. You know, I can't I can't fault it for that. That's part of the whole romance novel equation, but. I really did enjoy it. I even enjoyed the sexy parts. I was pleasantly surprised by the lack of thesaurus-abusing words. Uh, I I enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) See, that's where you and I differ. I really feel like, especially in the sex scenes, Miss Collins uh, used words that felt... it, It felt like you could have used simpler words to get the same emotion across, you know? And i don't know if if you know my book learning has just not not held up over the years but i i found myself pulling up the damn dictionary in in kindle a lot
1: yeah i get that like it's just i mean as far as you know smut and i guess the vocabulary and stuff i feel like i've read a lot of mediocre smut lately and so something like this that's a bit more refined i guess was just such a shift that i was able to kind of appreciate it for what it was
0: i do get that it's classy (laughs) much like uh kane michaels himself
1: oh kane michaels not michael kane because my brain always goes (laughs) to michael kane
0: i made a promise to gisella
1: (laughs) spirit (laughs) (laughs) okay so a virgin to redeem the billionaire by danny collins uh so the back of the book blurb here is he'll make her pay until he learns of her innocence self-made billionaire kane michaels has just given gisella drummond daughter of one of new york's most influential dynasties a shocking ultimatum use her spotless reputation to save his own, or he'll ruin her family for betraying him. Kane knows Gisela wants him, and he knows how much pleasure he can give her, but uncovering sweet Gisela's virginity makes Kane want her for so much more than revenge.
0: Yeah. I yeah? So, when we pick this back up, because, you know, inside baseball here, we planned on doing this podcast in early 2019, and then put it off because both of us were unwell. Um, yeah. <laughs> and... I didn't remember what this book was about. I remembered something about earrings and that was it. I was surprised about how much of this book is about uh, mining fraud.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I was surprised honestly, by how much plot there was and yeah. how, much, like, <laughs> how much context <laughs> there was to all this stuff. But yeah, I because I remember just like skimming over, I think the first couple of pages when we first mm-hmm. got this, again, three years ago at this point and I did recall him buying like a mansion or something yeah. which yes that was the first green tab uh but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit so yeah I just I didn't really know what to expect going into it besides him being a billionaire and her being a virgin that's that's about all the context I had <laughs> going into this
0: yeah the two genders <laughs> virgin and billionaire <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start on on a on a recap?
1: Yes. Okay. So we start at an auction where our our heroine, Gisella, is searching around for an earring and we're like okay well what's what's this earring what's the deal and apparently the whole mansion was purchased by a Mr. Kane Michaels now if I can just flip over to my first green tab here real life quote from the book you did not just buy a house to get that earring and then Kane Michael says it was the most expedient means of getting what i want before anyone else man's bought a house just to get an earring
0: it reminds me of in inception a weird a weird parallel here <laughs> where um the one guy uh the the chinese businessman um they're trying to figure out how to like make sure that they're on like the same play as, plane as the guy they're incepting and the, the business man's on the phone and he hangs up and he's like I, I just bought the whole airline it seemed cleaner
1: oh my goodness <laughs> so that is flagrant display of wealth number one there are a couple but I think I only bookmarked like three of them that just yeah. like really just angered me because <laughs> <laughs> I will never be able to do that because our economy is trash <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> So Okay, so he buys his house just to get this earring. Turns out that the earring belonged to Gisela's grandmother, and the story is that Gisela's grandmother immigrated here and sold the earrings in order to, one, get passage over to the United States, and then, two, to start up a business with her husband. And so, over the course of the book, uh, Gisela is, you know, finding looking for Cain Michael's to try to get this earring back. Then it turns out that her cousin Benny really screwed him over in this whole like mining situation. And so he's like, OK, well, since he screwed me over, I'm going to you're going to pretend to be my lover, which I love the whole like fake. I didn't expect scenario. it to be a
0: fake dating thing. <laughs> <Me
1: either>. <laughs> it's <laughs> one of my favorite tropes. And so he was like, you know, in order to get closer to your family and basically kind of keep her hostage in a way until like the whole situation with her cousin worked out. Weird.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that his plan as i understood it i i'm not sure if it was a like if i'm going down i'm taking you all with me or if it's like okay so let me let's take a second and explain the weird mining fraud thing Okay, yes. (laughs) because first of all i need to take another step back here (laughs) and talk about what what does one get from the dating a billionaire fantasy because in my mind I am average middle-class woman, even though middle-class doesn't really exist anymore, uh, who is reading this romance novel about a billionaire. I am picturing myself as an average woman getting swept up in the extraordinary wealth of a man who can just literally buy anything he wants, who can buy an entire mansion and all of its contents to get a single earring. (laughs) But Gisela is rich. (laughs)
1: Exactly. And yeah, totally understandable where it's like, when I read a romance novel, you know, I like to insert myself into the story. I like to be able to project myself onto the heroine. I think that's kind of the point, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, girl's rich already. So I guess the appeal here is that he is richer than her. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's, I mean, (laughs) to me, the layperson... It doesn't really seem like, I mean, Giselle is even like to her cousin because her cousin is going to Hungary to seek out the other earring and she's like, I can pay for your entire way there. I can pay you the wages that you're going to be losing during the time that you're there later on. Like I can pay for a lawyer for you. Spoilers. Whereas her cousin can't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, they literally say, they literally say that she has a trust fund. Like, Gisela is literally a trust fund baby.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the, one of the whole keys to her character is that she basically got whatever she wanted, because she had mm-hmm. so much money, and that was kind of their par- her parents' way of not exactly paying attention to her as a child. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. like, we're busy, but like, here, have some cash, do whatever you want with it so not a very relatable heroine if i do say so myself
0: yeah anyway how this relates to the the overall plot (laughs) is that um gisela's family owns this uh i don't think it's a chain i think it's just a very prominent new york jewelry store called barcy's on fifth they also have like a subdivision that's like barcy mining so like they scout out prospective mines and offered those up to potential partners i think is the deal and so kane michaels a- a- approached uh benny uh giselle's cousin who i guess runs the the mining portion of the business with uh it said um shit, i'm forgetting it didn't say specific metal but i i've i know what it is it's cobalt. It is cobalt because he wants to use it in, like, technology stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you're doing that and you're mining, it's cobalt. Though they don't say it because, uh... There's a big problem with children mining cobalt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, more
1: problems with our heroes here. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, we'll assume maybe there's not that. But, um... <laughs> so, Benny uh, scopes out this mine and comes back with a geologic report that says like yes there's a whole bunch of stuff here um and Kane and uh, Kane and his investors are like cool and they they buy it up and they start mining and there's just like nothing there now there's this whole like investigation and like a bunch of Kane and the investors money is all like tied up in escrow and investigation and fraud and Kane apparently bought this earring to send a message to Benny uh, the the cousin with the mining. Meanwhile, Benny has no fucking clue what's what's going on for like ninety percent of this book with with Giselle and Kane
1: until he pops in. I think in like the second to last chapter.
0: Yeah, in yeah. in the eleventh hour, he shows up to ruin everything. So, <laughs> Thanks, Benny.
1: <laughs> okay, so I get so we've gotten I think through most of the plot at this point. So I think.
0: The the Uh, overall plot. The overall
1: plot, yeah. So I think maybe we can get into specifics now. Yeah. If you're ready. Okay. So the first thing I have tabbed here Mm -hmm. is our introduction to Mr. Kane Michaels, where he is referred to as a tall stranger who was sinfully sexy in a suede jacket worn with casual elegance over black jeans and a button shirt with a tie. He, uh, they refer to him having a renegade appearance. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, it's more description. Uh, Short and thick dark hair with bold brows above golden brown eyes. Oh, and he had uh, a goatee, which, you know, like goatees are a thing, but I can't help but just think of like In sync goatee. No.
0: So I must have the, skipped over the part where it said he had a goatee because I was imagining like I, <laughs> either clean shaven or like a light stubble.
1: That's what I figured. You know, like on the cover where we yeah. have two white people almost kissing, which is the standard for all romance novel covers. I was, oh, actually, no, because he's Mexican.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. he's not even a white guy.
1: Yeah, no, he's Mexican. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> Latino main character. Love this. <laughs> Love that for us. <laughs> But anyway, two people almost kissing the standard romance novel cover. Uh, So yeah, but again, like I just, my mind kept defaulting to just like those terrible early 2000s boy band goatees.
0: In sync goatee. Oh no. (laughs) It's so bad. Oh, Joey Fatone, why?
1: (laughs) So. So that's how we're introduced to Mr. Michaels. Uh, Oh, I also do have tabbed here on the same page. So there are two pages of his, of where he's being described. Uh, And so on the page where we meant, they mentioned his goatee and everything. uh, This made me laugh. I got actually got a couple of like out loud laughs from this. So men didn't usually affect her, not even very good looking ones, but a funny squiggle in her midsection teased with intrigue, especially when his eyelids lowered in lazy male appreciation. Something about the word squiggle just set me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta, <laughs> when we get to sexier stuff, there is one particular thing that keeps coming up that I, I need to talk about. When we get there,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm curious because I have a lot of tabs here, so I wonder yeah. if maybe I marked the same thing. <laughs> so, and then Gisella isn't described until a bit later on, which I thought was weird. Yeah,
0: he's not described, or she's not described until we get Kane's perspective, because surprisingly, this book is told from both perspectives.
1: Yes, which was a very pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I-, I enjoyed seeing Kane's inner world.
1: Oh yeah, same. Especially because like he has his own like, internal conflict going on during yeah. this whole thing. The first thing that I bookmarked as steamy... Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no. I thought it was kind of funny for a little bit because they were talking about her grandmother. And this mm-hmm. is when they first met. She says she's a very special woman. And then Kane says, I'm sure you take after her. It was a thick piece of flattery, something she knew better than to fall for. Even so, his smoky voice caused her to blush. It was inexplicable. He wasn't going out of his way to stoke the sexual awareness between them. He just compared her to her grandmother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now she's horny.
0: (laughs) You know that that comparing me to my grandmother gets me hot.
1: My 81-year-old dying grandmother. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So...
1: I thought that was kind of funny. So just, I I highlighted things too. I defaced this book. I'm so sorry to people who, you know, take offense to that. Uh, I'm one of them, but you know, I just had to do it for this.
0: I also got to say early on here, um, I have a section highlighted, but here she was, locking gazes in a stare down that filled her with anticipation. So much so, if he slid his attention downward, he'd see her nipples straining visibly against the lace of her bra and the light jersey of her top. Thinnest bra in the world. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a small titty bitch who uses a push up bra, but like, I, I, I feel. What kind of bra are you wearing? That can't be very supportive.
1: Oh, absolutely not. If, it, if you can see nipples through two layers, at least two layers yep. of fabric, you know, not including if there's like maybe a lining to the dress mm-hmm. she's wearing, you know, it's what a girl, what are you wearing?
0: You might as well not wear a bra. And for like half the book, she doesn't.
1: That or like she has like massive like torpedo nipples. That... <laughs> 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 all right. So, yes, yeah, and that all happens during the prologue where we're introduced to King Michaels, where he buys that house to get that one earring. Uh, and then they have their first kiss, which is super steamy, because yeah. it's there's just it's like animal attraction between them.
0: It w- I was so close to not buying it, you know, mm-hmm. that she would just all of a sudden kiss him. But it's it's written so well, like you can you can really feel like that that kind of like build and the actual kiss itself. Holy shit! Oh
1: my gosh! Okay, so actually, for like. Half of the steamy things I have bookmarked, it's just the kisses. Yeah.
2: Like,
1: they're written, honestly, so well, where I'm just like over here getting a little flustered. I'm like, damn, Danny Collins. Like, Yeah, Danny Collins.
0: I guess a kisser.
1: Again, just, I was very surprised I how much I enjoyed this overall. So <laughs> shout out to Danny Collins. All right. So that's the prologue. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets the earring and then he kisses her or they kiss each other and it's really hot. And then he's like tell your cousin that I'm expecting a call and so she's like what cousin what are you talking about she doesn't know what's going on
0: and she has like five cousins
1: yes six cousins
0: six cousins
1: six, six cousins okay yeah okay and- Gisella
0: the other boy the other girl Danny and twins I think. Something like that. Or not Gazella. Like Ros- oh, um, Rosalind? Uh, Rosalia. Rosalia, that's right. I'm name.
1: assuming it's Rosalia. It's R-O-Z-A-L-I-A. Yeah. So, and it's and they're Hungarian. All so the names
0: are very Hungarian.
1: Yes. So I don't know how one would go pronouncing that.
0: Rosalia, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Since we're talking about Rosalia, mm-hmm. um, I found it like... I, I tabbed this as, you know, something that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where... Okay, so the whole plan at this point now, uh, as as far as the earrings go, is that one of them... So Rosalia and Gisella are in this together. Their whole thing is that they're trying to get these earrings back because their grandmother's dying. And they want to give her the earrings since it's like a symbol of her love with her first... Were they married? The first husband or lover?
0: First... Uh, I think they were, like, engaged to okay. be married. Yeah. And... During, like, a, an uprising in Hungary, mm-hmm. um, or riots or something, he was like, you know, those earrings I gave you, sell one of them to get out of the country, I will come as soon as I can, and then he died. Yes. And once she got to New York, she uh, met Mr. Barcy, whatever his first name is, I don't know if they even yeah. said, and... She went to go, like, sell her other earring because she had no money. She was pregnant and now had a a dead lover. This guy was like, that sucks. I guess I'll... I think it would... Do you want me to marry you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he sees that she has a baby and he's like, oh, I feel kind of bad. Like, you just want to, like, do this or something. And she's like, yeah, because she had to do what she had to do because back in that time... You know, a woman raising a child by herself was just really mm-hmm. frowned upon. So that, and like she had no contacts here as far as I know. Yeah. So she was Didn't alone. not like him. Yeah. So she needed, you know, that kind of support. So honestly, like very cool of him to yeah. offer to marry this stranger in need.
0: Actually, they knew each other, but only vaguely because yeah. Yeah. Gisela says that they... She sold him the earring in Hungary, and then he immediately sold it to get out as well.
1: <laughs> oh right, yes, okay, I forgot about that. That's a whole thing with yeah. the, the story of the earring because there's like that, the story that they were told, and then the actual story. Yeah, which honestly did I did kind of throw me for a loop. I still don't really know what happened. I don't think I yeah. properly registered that.
0: Me neither. I, I only kind of get it. Yeah, but it it doesn't matter. It's it's a MacGuffin. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. So enough of that. So the whole thing is that so at this point, Kane Michaels has one of the earrings and then the other earring is in the possession of one Victor Rohan, who apparently is Gisela's cousin. And she has never been in touch with that side of her family. Uh, And just okay to clarify, because we will need to know this later on, Victor is not related to Rosalia in any way because. This, okay, here's here's a little bit of a family tree Could breakdown. the diagram. Okay, <laughs> there's the grandmother who immigrated, and so she had a baby with a man in Hungary. So I don't know if she gave birth in Hungary or gave birth in the United States. She
0: gave birth in the U.S.
1: Okay, so, but she has, you know, this child from a different marriage or different union, whatever they had. And then she married this other man, and then with that man, she had another child. I think there was only two... Two or three children total? I think three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, three. And so Victor Rohan is related to Gisela only because Gisela's mother is the child from that first union. Yeah. So Rosalia has has no relation whatsoever to Victor Rohan. And so, you know, by that logic, they were like, okay, so what makes sense? What, What would make sense is for... Gisela to go to Hungary, because that, that is her family. Rosalia is not related to them at all. So she should go over there to talk to them and try to get that earring. And then Rosalia can take a crack at Kane Michaels. Now, when they bring that up, <laughs> we got a little bit of a description of uh, Rosalia here. So actually she says, I'll take a crack at Kane Michaels myself. Something in Gisella screeched and fishtailed. Rosie was pretty in a wholesome way, with thick brunette hair, a creamy complexion, and a trim, if almost boyish, figure. She didn't draw men as inexorably as Gisella's more classic and voluptuous attributes. Girl, that's her mm. cousin. Don't be mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bold, herself. So.
1: Kind of a hater. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but she and Rosalie are actually very close. They're pretty much sisters because. Gisela's parents were kind of absent, and so uh, Rosalia's mom, so her aunt, pretty much was like a mother to her. Is, and they were, they're were they so close in age that they're, they're sisters, essentially. What ends up happening is that, so that, that doesn't happen. Uh, Gisela does not go to Hungary, and if I remember correctly, it's because she kept thinking about that kiss with Kane Michaels and was like, oh, I'd rather stay here and try talking to him
0: i think if i remember correctly it's actually it's both that and i think kane michaels refused to see rosalie
1: oh yes there was that because he did say he wanted to speak with what with her cousin and she was like well you know rosalie and i are close so he probably meets her and it, apparently it wasn't yeah so yes so yeah those two reasons are why she didn't go to hungary so rosalie goes in her place all right so kane michaels is throwing a party and Gisella shows up in this like really slinky, sexy dress because she had to dress a sur- uh, to, to play a part to get in. Basically, she lied about being somebody's wife, and they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, go in." Like you look yeah. hot, so like you're probably supposed to be here.
0: She uh, goes and meets Kane Michaels in San Francisco, and he is not expecting her. He's least of all expecting her to show up to this party.
1: Oh yes, where he does call security on her at one point and she's mm. like, no, he's just kidding. And he's like, no, I'm serious. And she's like, no, he's just being crazy. Like so it's, you know, <laughs> so she tries playing it off and it's like, no, she, you know, trespassed. <laughs> she's not supposed <laughs> to be at that party. Uh, and so that's when he tells her what happened with Benny and she does not believe it. Cause she's always been so close with her cousins and she's like, "I, my family would never do that. But Kane Michaels thinks that she's she's in on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Oh, she's just playing stupid to like manipulate me. But no, she just truly does not know what's going on. <laughs>
0: Yeah. This is where she first finds out about everything with Benny.
1: Yes. Or
0: at least everything with Benny from Kane's perspective, which we do not know whether it's true or not.
1: Yeah. Well I mean at the end, you know
0: It's it's true.
1: Yeah, but at this point we don't know what's going on. For all we know, Kane Michaels is just like this huge asshole for no reason.
0: Yeah, and Gisella wants to give Benny the the benefit of the doubt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so she sh- she shows up in this dress right and I had to flag this for being a little a little steamy here mm-hmm. So Cain dragged his attention back up her legs, fantasizing about the smoothness of those thighs against his palms and lips. He bit back a groan of craving, dying to find out. And on top of that thing, he could ease it down with a fingertip and discover exactly how warm and round and heavy her perfectly formed breasts were. Look at her nipples and watch a flush of pleasure stain her skin. So that, I think, was like the hottest it's been so far. So Mm -hmm. I had to I had to bookmark that and I'm like, oh damn, like he's just seeing her in his dress and he's being all horny at her. They're very horny. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like I it's like (laughs) the tiniest thing could happen and they're like, God, I wanna ravage you
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Also, in this section, uh I highlighted something for uh for Mm -hmm. to a degree. She only sipped and glanced over the crowd. You call this a party? A deserved burn. The atmosphere was was flatter than roadkill. Despite the pulse of the music and the money made by everyone in the room, people stood in knots of downcast heads. Kids these days. They'd rather post a photo that they were there than be here. And uh, my note that I took on Kindle says, Shut up! <laughs>
1: So listeners, you cannot see this, but I'm going to show Claudia on the camera. I highlighted kids these days <laughs> <laughs> that exact section as orange being Mimi. So and
0: like Kane's like 30, right?
1: Well, so she's 24, and I don't think yeah. I ever say how old he is, but we can assume that he is older. But it's like who who do you have working for you if you're referring to them as kids? Yeah. You know, I if you I, say kids, I think like, oh 16, but no, he runs a tech company. They need to be... They're probably, like, 20, 21. Like, they're not that much younger than (laughs) So maybe he's just an old soul. Who knows?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, so shortly after that, if I'm looking at my pages correctly, I have uh, my second green tab here. (laughs) (laughs) So another flavor display of wealth. Oh, okay, right. So they're talking about the earrings. And so... You know, he's like, well, why do you want this earring? And so Giselle is like, oh, it's very special to her. Kane had never understood attaching emotion to anything, least of all musty old objects. He didn't even possess a favorite pair of jeans, let alone a watch or a boat that he would grieve over sinking. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then shortly after that... As someone gambling in the tech industry, he didn't even let the fluctuations in his cash flow bother him too greatly. Must be nice, sir. Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me over here not being able to miss a paycheck, but Kane Michaels is like, eh, if my tech companies fail, who cares?
1: Who cares? Well, I mean, like, he does, but that's the whole thing with Benny, but, like, at the same time, it's like... I
0: think it's not even the money with Benny. It's that his reputation has been fucked over. Because everyone thinks that Kane Michaels is the one who who is committing the fraud here because Barty on 5th has such a good reputation.
1: I was just about to say that because I was confused about, like, you know, what they were referring to, like, on the back of the book here. Where it's, like, her reputation, like, what about her? And it's, like, no, it's her family. It's her family's business. They have such a good reputation mm. that even though Kane is not at fault in any way, everyone's pinning the blame on him. Yeah. Which, like, kind of sucks, dude.
0: And so like when he tells when he tells her like everything that's going on, she doesn't she doesn't believe it, as we said. And she actually like steps off to the side and calls her uncle Benny's father. She's like, hey, I'm hearing like all this this stuff about Benny. And there's like a deafening silence on the other end of the line. And her his father's like, I haven't I haven't heard from Benny. I've been trying to get in touch with him. I've heard this too. I don't know what's going on
1: yeah so not a good look for our boy benny here yeah okay so moving forward they come up with like this this deal i guess which i still have like difficulty explaining because in he like wants to keep her close so that he knows what's going on with the family yeah and then it's also like so he's like holding her hostage just like a little bit a little bit, little <laughs> bit. And there's like at one point where she like accuses him of, like extortion or something I don't know but it's like a weird situation where they end up being or they, they end up fake dating again one of one of my favorite tropes here I was not expecting that but it was it's pleasantly so surprised okay so and here's I mean, the thing though yes
0: he he kind of from his inner inner monologue. It really seems like he thinks that she's almost holding him hostage in in some ways. Like, that she's trying to, like, constantly manipulate him and, like, try to, I don't know, get leverage on him to forgive her cousin or to get the earring.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that they mentioned, like, a couple of times during this, especially during the first half of the book, I want to say, is that... The passion behind their first kiss, like, was it real or was it her just trying to manipulate him? And he's like certain it was her trying to manipulate him. And then, you know, they share they share a room or a, a, I guess like a suite where he lives or, oh, he has his own private elevator. I bookmarked that, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> with <laughs> that, opening, opening only by thumbprint.
1: His thumbprint was just so extra. Imagine having that much money. Anyway. I wish. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, they're sharing the suite together, and he's basically like, oh, well, if you, like, want to come and, like, smash, like, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Just know that if you do that for me, I'm not going to give you anything back. And at this point, he doesn't know that she's a virgin. He doesn't find out until they actually have sex, which we'll get into. All right. So, skipping ahead, um, they, like, talk a lot. It's mm-hmm. like a lot, you know, I yeah. was not expecting that, honestly, for them to, like, get so deep so quickly, where he talks about, oh, actually, hang on, before we get to that, I have another uh, Mimi tab here. So, after their first night in the suite, they don't sleep together, they're sleeping in separate areas, um, so... She's from New York, and he's in San Francisco, so she's, like, used to Eastern Standard Time. So she wakes up at 8 a.m. because her body thinks it's 11. And so, you know, he's waiting outside for her with, you know, the the platters with covers on top for breakfast because rich people – And then I have, I have Martir, he bit the tip off of a spear of grilled asparagus. Who eats asparagus for breakfast? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're,
0: what the hell else could they be eating? I think that's the only thing they actually mention eating. They
1: only mention asparagus, which like, I love asparagus. It's my favorite vegetable. I have asparagus in my fridge literally all the time, but (laughs) for breakfast?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I have a couple of highlights here. One is I highlighted uh, he was an alpha in his prime.
2: Oh, yep. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Her body gave off signals of welcome and reciprocity without her conscious desire to do so. Ooh, that alpha energy.
1: Ooh.
0: (laughs) I also, I gotta say, I like their banter. I like them talking.
1: I do too. And that's like, because I I, I was surprised by how deep they got so quickly, Mm -hmm. but it didn't feel... I think after getting over that initial, like, oh, this is kind of rushed, it was very natural, I feel. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. And, good. you know,
0: I do have to admit, sometimes you just meet people like that. <laughs>
1: that is true. So, I, yeah, I like, I liked it. Uh, I liked the, 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 there was a lot of dialogue. And so yeah. I, and I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at it.
0: <laughs> Can we just say, not a lot of sex in this book.
1: Uh, non-love not only... direct sex scenes so there I, I i put those bookmarks on the top of the books so i can you know pick them out really easily so the first time they have sex which we'll get to in a minute i think we have a couple more things to get through and then yeah. we can like skip over a bunch of stuff <laughs> uh, because a lot of it's just them getting to know each other um so kane had been in love once and i say that in quotation marks because the his exact feelings here as for love he had confused sexual infatuation for that emotion once it had cost him an engagement ring a handful of company secrets and a streak of red in his bank balance so he pretty much felt or he thought he was in love with this woman and she stole a bunch of information from him and used that to like really screw him over and lose him a bunch of money and so that com- combined with the fact that he grew up in the foster care system
0: mm-hmm. he
1: has zero trust in people like he cannot trust anybody which is why he's so set on gisella lying to him where she cannot be telling the truth he doesn't believe it
0: i kind of wonder what kind of research danny collins did into like grown-ups who were in foster care at one point because it it felt pretty realistic to be honest
1: Yeah, I mean, like, they go, and they go into, like, his experience and how he was as a kid. Like, he was kind of, you know, he spent some time, I think they mentioned, in juvenile detention. Like, he was a bit of a troublemaker. He mentioned stealing cars from lots. Uh, He, but, you know, and so, like, his, he, he had, you know, some behavioral things going on. But then they also mention the fact that he was beaten with a belt at one point. Yeah. And every time he goes to the beach, like he feels like, the or every time he went to the beach as a kid with one of the foster families, he felt like they would leave him there. And part of the reason he acted out all the time was so they would send him back into the system because he knew what to expect in the system and he didn't know what to expect when he was with a family.
0: It's so real.
1: Yeah, so you, you can understand why he is the way he is, why he's finding it so hard to trust Gisella, even though she's honestly being super genuine. She really doesn't know what's going on
0: yeah this book is so much about family
1: it really is i I, like every time i just i read something else i it's just not what i expected at all from this book (laughs) yeah i didn't didn't know what to expect but it was certainly not mining or like (laughs) or like all these all this talk about family um Okay, so yeah, so they like even go out. They go out to the beach, and that's when they, you know, talk a little bit more because um, they're in, they're in New York at this point, And so she introduces him to her mother, and she's like, "Oh, like you don't bring men over," because she knows that she's a virgin. Did we talk about?
0: We that did not whole talk thing? about the deal. Okay. So, <laughs> if I may,
1: yes, uh,
0: Rosalia. And Gisela, when they were kids, and uh, Gisela's parents got divorced, uh, they were like 12 or 13, and uh, they made a deal that they were going to stay virgins until they were in love with someone for real, and... A weird thing for thirteen-year-olds to do.
1: Very I, weird, and it's like you know. I understand that they're close, but I could never see myself making that kind of deal with like a family member, and yeah. anything like a close friend, I guess. But yeah. like, I don't. I I don't feel comfortable enough to talk to my family members about my sex life like that, <laughs> or lack thereof.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's different for these cousins. I, I don't guess, know. I don't know. Not I, in that way, though. Yeah. <laughs> but no. um apparently they were very public about this agreement with apparently, their family because
1: everybody knows
0: everybody about everybody brings it, it up
1: then he brings it up later on too <laughs> yeah <laughs> so everybody knows about this deal and so her mother is a little surprised to see a man in her home because they live together um that that only happens that only lasts a little bit and then they go to i guess it's a party right that her dad's throwing
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's his, uh, his wife's 40th birthday.
1: Oh, okay. His wife. I wasn't sure if it was his wife or his sister.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. it's his, it's his young wife. Cause he's like in his sixties, I think.
1: I I think he's like in his fifties because her mother is like 10 years older than him.
0: That's right. She is in her sixties. He's like in his fifties or forties.
1: Yeah, that, I think because that was one of the big things about them splitting up was because he wanted more kids and she was like old, so she's like no, because yeah. like at some point, you know, after a certain point, it gets a little hard.
0: <laughs> Can we also say how sad it is that that Gisella knows that she basically only exists because her mother was like worried she was running out of time to have children yeah that's gotta give you a complex man um,
1: absolutely oh that that combined with the fact that she they were pretty much absent for her yep. whole childhood and then them getting divorced like
0: <laughs> that's that's a big fuck you up smoothie right there
1: and so that's a, and so that's something that she and kane actually like bond over is the fact that they were pretty much alone they've always like kind of been alone mm-hmm. even though you know she's had her cousins and rosalia you know that can only do so much. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, so they, they bond over that a lot, too. Let's see. So they go to that party, and then they leave that party. hmm And this is where we get our first sex scene.
0: Yeah, they have, they have a really intimate kiss, like, in the corner of this party.
1: Oh, yeah, where she's like, oh, my gosh, what if my dad saw that? Because it's, like, really steamy, and he's like, well, it's just a kiss, so... What's yeah. The big deal. It's like, well, the big deal is that y'all want to rip each other's clothes off, <laughs> and like we can see it from like 15 miles away. Yeah. So then they get back to his place or her place. Mm-hmm. No, his place. His, his place, place in New York now. Yeah, and she's, staying she's staying with him. With him. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where we get our first sex scene. So our girl has sex for the first time, and I have a couple of uh, things I, I want to talk about there. Yep. Where. Okay, first of all, the sex scene, I thought was pretty hot.
0: I thought it was good.
1: I thought it was pretty hot. <laughs> he doesn't know that she is a virgin until he has penetrated her. <laughs> <laughs> Hate using that word, but that's, yeah. that's what happens where, because she, what, I, I guess like she feels like tight and like she reacts a certain way where he's like, oh, like. You had done this before.
0: She like hesitates and and like you know.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, "No, I want to do this." And she said, "It's natural." So then he keeps going, and then afterward, he finds like a little bit of blood on the condom, which like is
2: is that a real thing?
1: (sighs) Okay, it is a thing if you're not fully prepped like that is the most common like misconception i think is that when you have a vagina and (laughs) you are penetrated sexually for like the first time that you know your hymen rips and it's like no like a hymen stretches out and so for you if you feel pain having sex to all my fellow vagina havers out there, it's because your partner has not fully prepped you. Like it stretches out for a reason, and like the first time you have anything up in there, you're probably gonna feel a little bit of discomfort. But like for it to be bleeding, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <to> yeah, <me.
0: laughs> I really, I, I really got the, the like, oh, this, this like, it, it smarts a little bit, mm-hmm. like it, it. It's a sudden... It's not been an experience that she's used to, to feeling. But the bleeding was a bit too much. Especially because she came already. Like, he, he started this by eating her out.
1: Yeah. Standing Which, like, up, too. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Uh. <laughs> you, you, I, Kane, Kane Michaels is a generous lover. He
1: does say that. He says that yeah. he tends to be generous on that front. And, like, yeah, he is. So... <laughs> props to him because let me tell you that's not the case with everybody so
0: Um. (laughs) here is where i want to talk about the thing that i noticed
1: yes let's talk about scalps oh
0: (laughs) let's talk about how many times people's scalps tingle in this book
1: that okay yes i did mark that at some point because if they she says it pretty frequently in like the book and so i definitely bookmarked it at least once Let's yeah. see. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a little weird.
0: Uh, this one makes sense. Her scalp stung under the clench of his hand in her hair.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, a whisper that caressed her cheek and lifted the hairs on her scalp. <laughs> Yet a dark voice whispered in the back of his head, making his scalp prickle with anticipation. Um... <laughs> oh, God. Where is it? Drugged as she felt his breath against her hair make her scalp prickle. Uh, he bit her earlobe, making her scalp tingle. His scalp tingled as he asked it.
1: So I I noticed that it was said pretty frequently, but now hearing it all at once, it like really really hits.
0: I, has your Has your scalp ever tingled with arousal? I,
1: I don't think so, but I think I'm gonna need to like start incorporating that into the smut right? Because I've definitely never used that.
0: <laughs> I can <laughs> I can see it maybe like a like as a, as a full body like kind of shiver thing maybe. Yeah, like your
1: hair stand on end yeah. and stuff, but for your scalp specifically. It
0: feels <laughs> it's it's a little weird. It feels very weird. ASMR but described poorly.
1: <laughs> oh so another thing that so something that made me laugh during this or after the sex scene I should say like Mm -hmm. I actually got like a physical out loud laugh out of me so it's after you know the the love making Mm -hmm. so as the fog of lust receded Cain became aware that Gisela was panting beneath him trembles were still working their way through her he had an urge to tuck her close and soothe her the strength of his own climax had nearly killed him and must have scared the hell out of her
0: (laughs) Honestly, sometimes it'd be like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so That got a good laugh out of me. <laughs> uh. So we skip ahead. Oh, and so after that, there's this whole thing where he's like, "Oh, like you slept with me as like part of your whole ploy to manipulate me," and she's like, "What the fuck? Like, no." And he's like, Why "He even else- brings
0: up like you were." This was your first time having sex, wasn't it? You're a virgin.
1: Yeah, and he was like, "Why else would you have? Why else would you give that to me if not to use it as some kind of leverage?" And she's like, "What the fuck? Like, fuck you!" And so she was saying how, you know, she didn't expect it to be perfect and like super romantic, but he, she at least expected him to be kind of nice after them having sex together. So, yeah.
0: And he immediately there. feels bad afterwards,
1: oh, he does. and he shows it. Uh, when she finds out that Rosalia has gotten arrested in Hungary.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: when this happens. I happened. forgot that
0: happens right here.
1: Yeah, like right after. So if you want to get into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Rosalia um, went to Hungary to Cain Michaels and she met with, uh, to Cain Michaels, uh, to Victor, Victor Rohan. Rohan. Yeah, and um, she met with him. He wasn't really interested in talking to her... According to Rosalia... Mm -hmm. He wasn't really interested in talking to her... He wasn't interested in selling the earring... He didn't really want to hear what she had to say... And apparently... uh, After this meeting... Rohan called the police... And had her arrested because the earring went missing... And he... His immediate thought was that she stole it... And so... (sighs) Rosalia is just... In a Hungarian prison...
1: Could you Which imagine? I cannot,
0: I cannot imagine being imprisoned in another country. I'd
1: be so fucking scared. Unfortunately, like their grandmother made sure that they were able to speak Hungarian. That yeah. they made a point of that. So like I guess that helps a tiny bit, but could you imagine? I would be shitting my pants. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, oh my god. And so while Giselle and Rosalie are on the phone. Kane Michael starts making calls and he's like, my lawyer, my lawyer is making some calls. There will be a lawyer for, for Rosalia arriving there in a little bit to post bail and to like get her out of there. She won't even have to spend the night.
1: I have those flagged with my little blue tabs here for Dreamy because mm-hmm. like, okay, like he feels bad about what he did. But I, he, I feel like he really does care about Gisella, but he's just at this point, but he's just so like... Emotionally constipated. Exactly. Yeah, but he's like starting to loosen up at this point, and he's showing that by like these acts of services where he's like actively trying to help her, like getting the lawyer for her cousin. He even like booked a flight for her. He did all of that. Yeah. And so I actually, Pride and Prejudice has become my comfort movie because I'm turning into my mother. 2006, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And (laughs) and so. It just reminded me of Mr. Darcy where uh, Lydia did her own thing and like ran off with George Wickham and he like swooped into the rescue, like paid the man and, you know, kind of saved everyone's reputation. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like come in here, helping out, which like, you know, don't need to be saved by no man, but like, I appreciate the help. It's kind of nice.
0: Yeah. I don't know one of the things that really got me in that moment was that after all this, like after she's, she's off the phone with her, by the way. Rosa, Rosalia called Gisela second and called Benny's father first before her own parents.
1: Yes. And that's because he would be able to help financially where her, she was like, her parents would have to take out like a second mortgage in order to get plane tickets over there and stuff.
0: Yeah. Once, once she's off the phone, like these plans are arranged and he's like, we can be on a plane in four hours the flight's 10 hours we will be there like before it gets dark he's like you need to get sleep though you're already jet lagged and exhausted like there's nothing we can do for four hours please like try and get some sleep and he like he just holds her and and she falls asleep in his lap and like Oh my God, my heart.
1: So like, in addition to that, like literally right after that. So she does wake up and she's freaking out. She's like, oh my God, like what's happening? He's like, don't worry. He's like, we still have half an hour before we need to go. And she was like, oh, did you sleep? And he didn't sleep at all. No. Because he wanted to be conscious in case his lawyers called or like the lawyers that he hired over in Hungary called. So like, he's like just waiting. He's trying to be like you know, around and available. He... Okay, and this this I highlighted because this specifically kind of just, like, warmed my heart a little bit. He's talking about the lawyers, um, how he has a woman headed to see Rosalia. Let's see. I've emailed you her contact details if you want to forward it to your mom and the rest of your family so they know things are progressing. Mm. Like, for him to be that considerate, like, not just of her, but of her whole family, too, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Kane. Like, I just... I don't know if my bar's too low for men.
0: but no, like... I I think that's nice. I hadn't even really considered considered that. I don't know. I mean, on some level, it does feel very businessy.
1: Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> like forward this email. And make sure that everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't even process it. <laughs> but um, it it's just he's he's very dedicated to a woman that he barely knows. Yeah or that he hasn't known that long. He's really gotten to know her. But, and I think, I mean, that's why he's doing it because she she cares about her family so much. Like mm. he knows how important it is to her and how her cousin is, is for all intents and purposes, her sister.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so just for him to be putting in this much effort just really shows that he cares at this point. And I'm just like, gotta, whew, gotta fan myself off a little bit. Like, ooh, Cade Michaels. <laughs> kind of feeling it you know
0: so anyway uh right before they go rosalie rosalia calls and uh she's like hey i'm out uh the lawyer didn't even need to get me out um uh victor victor rohan got me out he found the earring and he paid bail and he says that the everything's going to be taken care of is this the point or is it later that we that we started suspecting that there's something going on between them
1: I think it it was at this point yeah because all right like shortly after um where I have bookmarked that Kane you know just wanted or sent her that information to provide to her whole family it, it does come up here let's okay so so she was like oh don't come to Hungary anymore but Gisella was still considering it and then she's decided against it because Rosalia made it pretty clear like not outright but i guess in just the way she spoke and her choice of words i guess that she did not want gisella to come yeah. and so giselle is like well why not and so then at this point we get um yeah so rosie wouldn't have tried to stop her getting on the plane if she wanted her to come in fact, as Gisella thought back on the conversation, she almost thought she'd seen something in her cousin that conveyed Rosie very much preferred that Gisella not come. It wasn't her fault that men sometimes looked past Rosie when Gisella showed up, which I don't think really needed to be included in there. Yeah, <laughs> was Rosie romantically interested? Sorry, romantically involved with Victor? He'd had her arrested. If Gisella hadn't slept with her own mortal enemy, she wouldn't even consider her cousin capable of it. But she had to wonder. Even if Rosie was sleeping with Victor, why would she think Gisella had? Dis- had designs on him. Didn't she remember that Victor was Gisela's cousin? So.
0: Also a little weird. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even think about it at this point. Mm-hmm. Until at the beginning of this podcast where you mentioned that Victor is is Gisela's cousin. <laughs> which made me go, wait.
1: <laughs> Not related to Rosie. Yeah. Um, oh, also, we skipped over this, but it uh, kind of relates. But when they're first talking, this is, you know, earlier on, when they're first talking about their plan to, you know, talk to Victor and talk to Kane, Rosie finds a picture of Victor and holds up to Gisella, and she's like, "Damn, wouldn't you want to go to Hungary for this? Because he's hot." And it's just like, "That's her cousin." Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and so, it,
0: even if it, he's a distant cousin,
1: so it does say. No, I think they're like, aren't they like immediate? No, they're second cousins okay, second because their
0: grandparents were siblings.
1: Right. Okay. Yes, but. Yeah, so she even says, she's like, well, she appreciated how handsome he was in like a familial kind of way, kind of how she can like acknowledge that her other cousins are attractive or something, which like, yeah, but I'm just like, Rosalia, like, why? I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird. So that I thought was weird because they mentioned that earlier on and then they like kind of referred to it again when, you know... Gisela was like, oh, like is Rosalia afraid that I'll like steal Victor from her? Yeah. <laughs> Which like is also a weird place for like Gisela's mind to go, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so that happens. She doesn't go to Hungary. Um, And at this point, they're like, so she and Kane are like wired because of all this coffee that they've had. And they're like, well, let's like do something. So they take her dad's car and they go to the beach. And that's where they get deeper into Kane's Backstory, where you know his experience in the foster care system, him being kind of a little bit of a delinquent as a kid, and the fact that he was beaten with a belt, and that he thought that the families that took him to the beach were there to just abandon him. Uh, so they get into that whole thing too, and then they go to they they rent a cottage, I guess, which like must be nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, they only drove to. I think it was Long Beach. And it's like, how yeah, far? Yeah, Long are really They're going to rent a cottage instead of going back home. <laughs> I
0: mean, they're tired.
1: Like That's their thing. We're like, oh, we're tired. So let's just find a place to sleep. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. But they do, they sleep. So I guess there's like, you know, a couple different bedrooms and different rooms and start beds and stuff. And so she gets into the queen or sorry, king sized bed and he says, that's the bed I was going to use, he said as he closed the drapes. I know. She shrugged out of her cardigan and ripped stripped her yoga pants off. I want to sleep beside you. I want the warmth of feeling you beside me. That's all I want. Which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, oh, like, she really likes him at the, or loves yeah, him. Yeah, she's
0: she's right back in this.
1: Oh, Yeah right back at it, where like, he was a bit of an asshole the night before. A bit, a huge asshole the night before. The night before? But,
0: you mean like 12 hours before? Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, you know, but then he like, he, he redeemed himself.
2: Yeah. The, oh. The billionaire, billionaire didn't need redeemed. the virgin
1: to redeem himself. He did it on his own. That's... Oh. He was the virgin need all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, so you know that, I thought that was, that was... You know, kinda of cute, kind of romantic. Yeah. And let's see. Oh yeah, so then they sleep and then they wake up and I have this mark as something that kinda of made me laugh a little bit. So they get up and he has a hard on. And so yep. she was like, Oh my god, like haha. Ha. And he says like I he doesn't have a condom, so he like can't do anything about it because he doesn't he doesn't think they should fuck raw. Which we'll get back into.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um But she says, like, oh, like, I have condoms in my purse. And he's like, well, why do you have condoms in your purse? Like, you're a virgin. She's like, well, I'm not a virgin anymore. And she (laughs) said that she started carrying them around ever since she kissed him because she's just been so fucking horny this entire time. (laughs) So he gets a condom Uh, and they bang and it's great.
0: There's not even a scene. It's just there's a little moment where, um, oh, I did. I wrote a note here. Oh, I already know this is cute, but no sexy. Yeah. No head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she sat still until he unclipped her bra, then shrugged out of the midnight cups and threaded the straps off her arms. She threw her bra to the floor before shifting to press him onto his back and straddle him. Oh, it's like that, isn't it? One time when she thinks she's ready to take the lead. She braced her hands on the mattress above his shoulders, head hanging so her hair fell to curtain either side of his face. Scared, she mocked. He tucked her hair behind her ear, terrified. He wore a look of candor that made her laughter stop in her chest as a lump of emotion. Holding his gaze, she lowered to kiss him, desperately hoping they wouldn't destroy one another. And that's that's the end of the scene.
1: Yeah, I bookmarked that as a sex scene, and I did that, you know, preemptively. And, you know, yeah. just, that's just a waste of a flag right here. But, you know... That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I was I was it's kind fine. of hoping for more, honestly, because I really enjoyed the first one. I'm like, yeah. I kinda want some more, you know, spice. I love me some spice.
0: Danny Collins writes sex scenes well.
1: She does. I'm very happy about that, where it's like, overall, we'll get back into the story in a second. Yeah. If you look at my tabs, I have I feel like very few things labeled as Mimi, and a bunch of things marked as steamy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. A couple of dreamy, not too much, but it was definitely steamy Mm -hmm. overall. We'll get into that later, though. Yeah. Back to the story. Who is Simon Walters?
0: Simon Walters is an investor.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah, cuz I have his name marked here and I forgot who he was.
0: Oh, this is the scene. I forgot this happens like immediately afterwards. So they go to a party and this investor guy is is like, "Hmm, it seems like you're not very trustworthy. Giselle, you shouldn't <laughs> hang around him." And uh afterwards, they decide to like immediately leave the party at that after that and they go back to Kane's Kane's penthouse and like the second they get in the door, like Kane like, like presses her up against the wall and and like starts making out with her, and they and there's like such desperation in both of them that they start having unprotected sex, which breeding kink.
1: Yeah, okay, I <laughs> listen. We're gonna get real for a second, okay? <laughs> it has co- recently come to my attention <laughs> that I may or may not. Have a breeding kink. Don't want kids, but like- Oh, no, God, no. Oh, God, no. But like, there's just, I don't there's something about it that's just like really fucking hot to me. So,
0: can I can I say what I think is hot about it?
1: Yes, go ahead.
0: I think the intimacy is really hot. Yeah. I think the, the connection and like the the trust, it's, it's always the trust for me, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the
0: the idea of, like, giving, giving like, your whole being to someone. Like, you're giving your future to someone. Yeah. That's, that's hot.
1: (laughs) I just, I don't know. For me, too, it's just, like, kind of, like, the risk of it all. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, risky, the thrill of it. But, yeah, it is very intimate. And, like, you know, like. It has reached the point where I have written fanfic with breeding kink in it, you know, because I just, I, I'm into it. Okay, I'm into it. Uh, so I actually have that highlighted, too. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> I have this highlighted. His scalp tingled as he asked yeah. for it.
0: <laughs> scalp, scalp,
1: scalp. So, <laughs> he asks, okay, so they're fucking raw right now.
0: And they're both getting, like, pretty, pretty close.
1: Oh, yeah. And so he says, open your eyes. He cupped her face, looking into the glazed sheen of green, watched her parted lips tremble as he deliberately slowed his thrusts, drawing out the pleasure. Do you want me to come with you? His scalp tingled as he asked it. He wanted to put a baby in her, bind her to him forever. The idea had to terrify him, but he was feeling primitive enough to glory in the thought of a lifelong bond between them.
0: It's, it's the it's the primal shit too
1: that was hot yeah. i'm not gonna oh. lie that was really <laughs> so i have that uh highlighted
0: and also like right before then he says to her you're mine he turned his head to whisper the words directly into her ear i'm going to have you so many ways you'll forget what it's like not to belong to me no one else is going to ever give you this and she says i know
1: also incredibly hot
0: oh my god we're like
1: let me tell you that first sex scene was really hot this Mm -hmm. one i feel was less descriptive and graphic overall Mm -hmm. but so much hotter i read this like
0: four times
1: oh my god me too i mean like listen (laughs) i bookmarked these differently for a reason okay like just saying but no, I was I was really into it. I loved the scene. I loved how intimate it was. I loved mm-hmm. how fucking primitive and horny it was. It had a breeding kink bit in it about it.
0: And I really loved the character shit in it because he asks he asks like do do you want this? And she doesn't say no, but she clearly like it makes her think. And he's like. Uh, here it is um, Together, he asked Shadows crept into dowsy arousal that fogged her gaze It was a tiny, tiny rejection But it went through him like a blade Clean and sharp, severing a delicate Silken thread he hadn't realized had bound him to her With great care he withdrew The pain of it was like flaying his own skin From his body the Mood. <laughs> he-, he ignored the burn <laughs> There was plenty of scar tissue to replace it Bedroom then Seconds later, he had his barrier in place and thrust into her again, well-protected this time, and trying to convince himself he was glad.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, like, yeah, for him to, like, pick up on that, because, like, she didn't outright say that she didn't want him to, like, Mm -hmm. you know, continue doing this unprotected. But, like, for him to pick up on that and, like, on her signals and just, like, know not to move forward... Mm -hmm. it's like just shows also that they've gotten to know each other very well in this short period of time because this takes place over what like a couple of weeks
0: yeah maybe a month
1: yeah so i i appreciated that
0: yeah so uh, there's kind of an important emotional scene where like they go to kane's office one day and kane just just pulls out the earring from the desk like the earring that she's been she's been looking for and she like geeks out over it for at least an hour probably a couple of hours because she makes jewelry and one of the things she really wanted besides like the sentimental value to her grandmother is that she's seen pictures of it and she like really wants to look at it and admire the craftsmanship and he just he just like sits sits in a chair and like watches and listens to her like sketch and talk about it and just geek out about it he just clearly is so in love with her in that moment at this point uh she's met with her grandmother and her grandmother's like i don't want the fucking earring (laughs) um and she's like okay i guess so she she gives it back to him afterwards she says like thank you for letting me see this i don't want it Please sell it to Victor.
1: Yeah, she was like, go ahead and get rid of it. And so, like, backtracking just a little bit, I thought it was very cool that she's a goldsmith because, like, right?
0: Just what an odd profession for her to have.
1: Yeah, but I thought it was very cool. So I just wanted Mm. to throw that in there. But yeah, like, just she really just wanted to admire it. Which, and like, for her to just because, like, she and Rosalia had been searching for these earrings for years. And so for her to just, like, give, I mean, like, now that it doesn't have, like, as much importance now because her grandma didn't care for it. But it's, like, still, like, she dedicated a lot of time to that. So Mm -hmm. for her to just, like, give that up completely and be like, do what you want with it. She's like, I just want you. I don't want this hearing anymore. I thought was just, like, just very romantic. Like, you could see how much she loves him and he, how much he loves her by just like, they had plans to go out. And then he like made a joke where he's just like, Oh, like, should I cancel our plans or something?
0: <laughs> and they did.
1: <laughs> and they did just because like, he knew how much like it meant to her. And he just like watched her just take this all in. So it's like a little weird thing where it's like, Oh, she's looking at an earring and he's watching her look at this earring, but it's very romantic.
0: Yeah. And like, after that, they have sex in his office and she she's just sort of like overcome by this by this like gratitude and love yeah. and now she thought now they were making love her love for him emanated from every fiber of her being she wanted to say it but the words were superfluous the emotion saturated every movement they made like wow
1: yeah so especially
0: it's like- because kane is not in a place where he can say it.
1: No, at this point, still no. But yeah, it's like you know, you read that scene, and it that really is the first time they're making love. Mm-hmm. You know, because other times so it was—I mean, the first time was just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> the second time was a bit more intimate. Actually, no, the second time was kind of just like brushed over, whatever. The third time with the breeding shit, definitely more intimate. This was just like straight up lovemaking. Yeah. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I fucking hate the term lovemaking. It gives me like the ick. But this was lovemaking.
0: (laughs) It's really nice. Here was the love she had looked for all her life, the one she had wanted to believe existed. Here was the man who added something new to her life she hadn't known she needed.
1: Like, how fucking romantic. I love
0: that.
1: I love that for her. Good for
0: her. (laughs) Yeah. Danny Collins, can I say, I appreciate... Your insight into relationships. I like that Kane doesn't complete her. Kane adds something to her life. She's not missing anything without him, but he makes her life better.
1: I feel like romance as a whole can really just like, like poorly write a female character which is like yeah. her entire life is just like centered on finding this man to complete her essentially so it's like it, you're you're like walking on this tightrope right and it could really mm-hmm. go either way depending on just like a couple of word choices and I think Danny Collins did a great job of showing that yeah like he's just supplementing her happiness like he isn't
0: yeah.
1: her entire life beautiful i uh, i just want to say it again i was so surprised by how much i really liked this book
0: same i i mean like i said i expected to go into this like to laugh at it yeah but i i came out of it with with a, with a good feeling in my I heart know,
1: like i might reread it at some point it was a very quick I, read very easy yeah. read Enjoyable, absolutely. So might read it again, but we're so close now to like just sort okay. of finishing the plot here. So we'll circle back and then we can go yep. further into that discussion. Oh, so at this point Benny shows up. So I guess Benny and Kane had been emailing or something, and he just and Benny just shows up. And so Giselle is like, Why why didn't you tell me that you guys were like gonna meet or like talking? And so Kane was like, Oh, like I didn't expect him to show up. But at the same time, it's just like he was still suspecting her at that mm-hmm. point. Even if it wasn't like as much as he was before, there was still a part of him that did not fully trust her, which is because mm-hmm. otherwise he would have told her that he had heard from Benny. So yeah, so Benny comes is surprised when he sees Gisella with Cain. And then, again, he goes into the whole thing like, what about your agreement with Rosalia? Because, again, everybody <laughs> fucking knows about
0: <laughs> their pact. I really... That was the point. I, I did laugh at that. Yeah. Um, and, and she even is like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> stop everyone.
1: Like, everybody knows about it. <laughs> but, yeah, so at this point, it becomes... Apparent that yes, Benny did some shady shit. He is in the wrong. He did he he fucked Kane. I mean, I'm not like literally, but like he, <laughs> wow. he fucked him over. <laughs> <laughs> so then that drags the whole family into like this investigation, and this part I don't think I fully registered to be honest. I'm yeah. just like trying to think back on it. Kane did not want to get more involved at that point, as from from what I gathered. Mm. And so it was at this point that he was like Gisela, like, no, like we can't do this. We can't Yeah,
0: Benny like- Benny comes in and this this scene, he's like, Alright, alright, Gisela, like get your things, we're leaving. And she's like, Benny, I'm not leaving. Like, King, like, I I I'm staying with you. And he just says, I'll go get your things.
1: Yeah. That, that actually really got me. I didn't want yeah. that, but that, like, really sat with me because it's, like, he didn't even acknowledge her, like, wanting to stay. He was just, like, okay. Like, it was very business. It was very, like, clinical where yeah. he's, like, all right, I'm just going to get your things. That's it. Did not, you know, even show a hint of emotion. Did not even, like, acknowledge her feelings in the slightest. It was just kind of, like, this is what we have to do, and that's it. Yeah. Which, like really fucking sucks for, I mean, for, for both of them, because he, he does love her at this point, you know, even mm-hmm. if he's not, like, saying it or just being, like, super apparent about it. But, like, I think we can gather that he loves her at this point, And yeah. she's definitely in love with him. So, like, God, like, that must have fucking hurt.
0: Yeah. Also, Benny accuses him of taking advantage of her. Yeah. He says, like, no matter what what she says or, like, she feels, like, she is... She's a twenty-four year old kid, which is a sentence.
1: Yeah. An actual we- sentence. An actual thing he says.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it just felt I don't know. Kane doesn't seem to say anything about it. He doesn't seem to respond to Benny. Or at yeah. least if he does, we don't we don't hear it because we're in Giselle's perspective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like that whole scene just like I don't know, like it hurt a little bit. Yeah. After seeing the two of them like grow so much closer over the course of the book and her okay, we're seeing it from her perspective where she's clearly in love with this man. And like Benny was very harsh about it too. Like, oh, he's mm. using you. Like that's really f- fucked yeah. up, you know, for him to accuse him at this point when he was the one who like really messed up. Yeah. It's almost like he's deflecting a little bit.
0: And this is like 10 pages from the end
1: yeah which surprised me i was like how are we gonna get conflict resolution
0: for a minute i was like oh my god does this book have a tragic ending
1: i would be so fucking mad you can't do that that would
0: sit with me so hard i
1: would be so upset
0: (laughs) (laughs) so anyway
1: thank goodness that didn't happen so anyway josella and penny leave and then, yeah, they there's this whole investigation into the family now. It's so, like, all their assets are tied up. She's fucking broke. Yep. And so this is when we hear from Rosalie again. And so Gisella's like, hey, you're still in Hungary. Are you ever coming home? And she's like, I want to come home. But I'm pregnant with your cousin's yeah. child. <laughs> Which i like, I know they're not related, but yeah. like... Imagine two of your cousins. Well, they...
0: Imagine your cousin on one side of your family and your cousin on another side of your family start hooking up.
1: I I don't like that. I don't like to think about that.
0: Yeah, no. No, no, thank you. uh, (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: no, thank you. Yeah, so she's pregnant with Victor's baby, which, like, I kind of saw coming, because, like, since the beginning, she was like, yo, this man's fine as hell. Like, you probably want to bang your cousin, too, like yeah. it's, it's weird, weird energy. So, yeah, so she's like, oh, I'm pregnant, so... She's like, I know I should... And she hasn't told anybody, right? At this point, she's only told Gisella. Yeah. Which is, like...
2: She and I told think Victor brother, also knows.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, it, it, she has, like... She talks about warning sickness and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, he knows at this point, but it's, like, nuts that nobody else knows besides yeah. the man who knocked her up. <laughs> herself and her now her cousin because she, yeah. she's been hungry how long now a month <laughs> a while like what
0: oh what? more than a month because this is this is after the or during the investigation so <gasps>
1: right two
0: months so,
1: yeah and it's what like what's her family thinking
0: but
1: like, she just hasn't she's just been
0: out of the <laughs> well
1: this is another thing the man who accused her of stealing the earring, who got her arrested, <laughs> knocked her up. She's, and I don't know if it's at this point, but at some point, she gets engaged to the man, or married Later. even. But it's like- Oh,
0: no, it is here because she's like, Victor Victor wants to marry me.
1: yeah. So it's like this man had you arrested. But
0: <laughs> like less than, less than two months ago. Like in this fiscal quarter, he had you arrested.
1: <laughs> fiscal quarter. It's yeah, that's just bonkers to me. But you know, who am I to shit on their love? I guess. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh-
0: We'll save that. We'll
1: save that. So, okay. So she's, she's Pregnante. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, because she and Rosalie are both, uh, goldsmiths, as their, like, final project in goldsmith school, I guess, <laughs> um, they made each other, uh, rings, and... Uh, Gisella is like, I need to go and see Rosalie at this point. Like, I don't, I don't care what it takes. I don't, I, I need to find some money somewhere. And she's like, I'm going to go pawn my ring, like my ring that Rosalie made f- especially for me.
1: So before we get into what happens next, I just want to talk about the rings for a second because, yes. so, like, I don't know, like, because like, I, I honestly love their relationship like how close mm. they are I, I've never had that with any of my cousins but it's like it's it's really kind of nice to see how close they are and how much they really yeah. do care for each other I mean that's like a huge part of the book Yeah, is their relationship and so they were talking about the rings and so there's one point earlier on where Kane is admiring Gisela's ring the one that rosalia made for her Mm -hmm. and how it's like it under like different circumstances it would just look super garish and just kind of you know a mess because there's like a a stone for so there's like i think there's like a diamond in the middle that represents gisella and then there are stones surrounding it that represent her cousins and rosalia yeah which is like really nice because clearly her family means a lot to her especially i think her cousins Mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's like really beautiful and even Kane acknowledged that it's a beautiful ring and had it been made by anybody less skilled, it would just look like a fucking mess, but yeah. she did a really great job doing it. And then Rosalia's ring that Gisela made for her is like much more simple and it's like vines woven together. I can't remember if there was like any kind of stone. I'm sure there was.
0: Yeah, there's like stones as like dew dropping off of them or something
1: yes yes and it's a rose gold ring of vines intertwined because she's like resilient and everything which i thought was like beautiful too yeah so anyway i just wanted to like bring that up because i thought the rings were a really nice symbol of their relationship honestly which also which just drives the point home where it's just like she's going to sell this ring that her cousin made her to go see her yeah just like really you know you can see how like you you know how important this ring is to her and mm-hmm. so for her to do that just to see her cousin like speaks a lot about their relationship yeah. and then we see kane again
0: yeah kane like sees her leave her apartment or something Something. And get into a cab. And I guess he like was going to go see her when he saw her like leave her building and get into a cab when she's like her family is under heavy investigation <laughs> and he he just follows her to this pawn shop and uh as as she's leaving he like he stops her and he buys the ring back for her and this, this pawnbroker just shamelessly pockets her profit. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, honestly, good for him. Like, get that coin. <laughs> but I, I did think that was very funny. Yeah. Um, they
0: even say, like, shamelessly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, truly, literally, like, these both these transactions took place within, like, two and a half minutes of each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that was kind of funny. But then he, like, talks about how it's like, listen, if you need help, like, let me know. Like, I would have helped you and all that stuff. And she's like, why would I go to you for help? Like i'm not going to do that i don't want to be indebted to you and he's like and then he at that point he says that he's not doing it so that she would be indebted to him he's doing it because he wants to and then he admits finally to loving her yeah so that was nice too yeah and then shortly after i don't think we have anything else to cover between no, them like and the, the, end of the proposal. Book. <laughs> he proposes to her. Yeah. Which, like, listen, you know, I understand romance novel, but they've just, they haven't known each other that long.
0: It's very Edward and Bella. No, no, no. It's um, Anna and Christian. Anna and Christian. I'm not even, uh, gray.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: not even going to give it the dignity <laughs> of Edward and Bella. <laughs>
1: I love Twilight. We love Twilight on this podcast. (laughs) Sorry, you were saying. Um, Oh, yeah. So it's like, I understand like romance novels. We want to get our happy ending and everything. I honestly feel like that kind of took away from the whole story, in my opinion, where we honestly could have ended with them just like getting back together, not necessarily engaged or anything, but them just like saying like, oh, no, like we truly love each other, whatever. And I would have been really happy with that ending.
0: Yeah. I, you know what? You could have even kept in the epilogue and just not had the proposal scene.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you could have
0: had a sincere I love you there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That meant more than the proposal.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. 100%. Yeah, the proposal, I feel like, was just kind of thrown in there. It did not need to be there. Like I said, it did take away from it a little bit, um, in my opinion. But yeah. then, like, so then we have the epilogue, which I really liked. Uh, what yeah. happened was... Um, so it's a, it's a year later, a year after the events of, you know, the book. So I guess Gisela has her own little shop now and her general manager is actually Kane's what was it? Sister or cousin? Cousin. Cousin. It's because
0: he she has his own cousins now.
1: Yeah. So she encouraged him to like look into his family more and he found that he has, you know, like a living relative. Several. So I thought that was really nice for her to, you know, encourage that because it's something that he could, he could have done this entire time, but didn't. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really like great that she pushed him into doing that. And like, it clearly worked out really well. So she hired her, I think her name's Christina. Yeah. Uh, Hired her to, you know, run her store and it's like somebody that she trusts and, you know, it just cements her in Kane's and in Gisella's life so it's like nice cuz that's that's his family that's the family that he has
0: yeah so and also she's pregnant now those barcy women very fertile
1: oh seriously oh cuz apparently gosh. yeah, yeah totally. she went off
0: of birth control like a couple of weeks ago, and she's three already weeks. pregnant. Yeah, yeah,
1: and she's like, "He oh, came is have even Brazilian. like
0: what the fuck?"
1: So like, they're very fertile. His seeds very potent. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should be very glad that they did not finish that <laughs> that uh, oh, unprotected sex scene. One hundred percent. She would have been pregnant before the night was out. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, she would have been
0: just popping out babies. Yeah,
1: she would have been like four months pregnant like the night after. <laughs> 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 so yeah, and that's so that's how we end with her being pregnant and he's like thank you he's like you're giving me a baby and like i have you and i'm so happy the book ends with them sitting together on a beach yes that's what they did at Long Beach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, later, after making love and dressing, sweeping up the glass and mopping the floor, they had, because when oh. K- she co- told Kane she was pregnant, he dropped a glass of champagne <laughs> out of shock. Um, they had his driver take him to the beach where they held hands and watched the sun set on another glorious day in the life they were building together. And then, my favorite twist of the book. <laughs> if you enjoyed A Virgin to Redeem the Billionaire, look out for Rosie's story, Innocence, Nine Month Scandal, coming soon. Wait a and second. I went.
1: Did I not? Did, did I read not get over that? that? Did I miss that? <gasps> I did. I didn't. Look at the next page.
0: Yeah. <gasps> it, it was, like, right below my, my Kindle version here. Oh, my here. gosh. And yeah. I was... That's... When that happened, I was like, I knew it. Oh, my gosh. Because... Uh, this whole time it felt like it felt like there was this whole extra story that we weren't seeing and oh i was God, kind yeah. of like there's this is like a a harlequin presents like this is like a, a special thing essentially like they're getting danny collins in for a book mm-hmm. and uh, no they got danny collins for two books
1: yeah danny go get him danny get that bag
0: get that get that cash girl but
1: oh my god I did not I did not even realize that so we're gonna have to read that now because I need to know what happened yeah. in Hungary for her to like sleep with the man who got her arrested yeah
0: And then Listen. <laughs> that is the point where we can judge Rosie okay
1: yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll refrain from judging her at this point so now that we've gone through the whole book yep final thoughts
0: I like it I I thought it was really nice. I thought there was a real, really, a really lovely emotional core in this book that I didn't expect. I I thought some of the stuff was um a little a little convoluted. Mm -hmm. I there there's a lot of plot in this book.
1: Oh yeah. That
0: did not need to be there. (laughs) Yeah. But it it propelled the story for the most part, and I thought it was it. I don't know. The relationships were interesting. I just liked it. What are your final thoughts?
1: I agree. I really, again, I'm just, I'm so surprised by how much I really liked mm-hmm. this. Like, I I expected, honestly, to kind of hate Caves. Like, uh, like, billionaire. Yeah. He's probably, like, a playboy. I'm like, you know, all that stuff. But no, like, he actually is, like, a very deep character. You know, I liked the emotional conflict of him, you know, clearly falling for Gisella, but having all this emotional baggage. I, so I really liked the characters, the romance, I feel like just the romance and just like the passion, the heat between them, I thought was very believable. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. (laughs) I did not expect to like this.
0: Read this book. It's good.
1: Because we bought this. So per per the cover here, because I mean you bought it twice, I guess, but the physical yeah. <laughs> copy here is five twenty five. We bought this in Connecticut, where tax is six point three five percent. This book was less than six dollars. Yeah, and it was a really good read.
0: Harlequin, man.
1: I did. This is my. This is the first uh, Harlequin book I've ever read. Same. So now this is the standard. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see how whatever we read next compares. But Danny Collins, you'll probably never listen to this, but in case you do, girl, thank you for this. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed
0: this. I am, I was... Maybe it's kind of insulting to say this, but I was expecting a lot less, and I got so much more.
1: Oh my god, absolutely. Again, because it's like, this book cost us less than $6. I was not expecting for me to, like, really like it.
0: I expected it to be a lot. I didn't expect to like it either.
1: Yeah, I expected it to be a lot memeier overall, but that wasn't Uh, the case.
0: Scalps aside, (laughs) good writing.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So let's okay so our two main characters gisella mm-hmm. and kane Yes. smash or pass
0: smash on both
1: yeah absolutely gisella,
0: honestly listen i'm a dyke but <laughs> harder smash on kane than gisella
1: yes okay yeah because you know it it being a romance novel i expected to like the heroine more than our male lead here yeah but i don't know like kane emotion like matured a lot emotionally over the course of the book and i'm like oh i i'm down i'm i i love that growth for him i i did like him a lot more as a character than i did gisella i did not hate gisella i liked her oh no no not at all but Kane was, yeah, he's, because listen, I'm bi, so I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would be happy with either of them, but Kane just really, you know, ooh, he got me, he got me.
0: Yeah, honestly, like, the only men I can, I can love are fictional. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because they can never disappoint me. And, yeah. <laughs> like, this, this guy, he, he might be going on the list. The list of three Fictional, mostly fictional men that I can I can romance: Zevran from Dragon Age Origins, uh, <laughs> Richard from Sybil, and now Kane Michaels from A Virgin to Redeem the Billionaire.
1: Also, just like title, real quick. I think he redeemed himself. Yeah, with her help, but like this. Okay, so. Going back to just like first impressions of this book, now that we've gone through it and like have said that we liked it, a virgin to redeem a billionaire, I thought is going to be like a hypersexualization of f- a female virgin, which is like a whole yeah. thing that I just like. It, it gives me the ick. I'm I'm not a fan. I think that's like weird. It's fetishy. Yeah. Um, oh my god, not to get into my Netflix dating shows, which you know I love. I love my Netflix dating shows. You love but, them. <laughs> oh god, I live for them. But in The Ultimatum, which is this the new show that came out recently, season one, there's this one guy, Colby. He sucks. He's the fucking worst. Um, but he spends time with this girl and he was like... I feel like she really became a woman during our time together. And so, like, this other girl was just, like... I don't know if it was... I think it was his girlfriend. Because, like, the whole point of the thing is that they date other people within this group. So, I think it was his girlfriend. Or even if it wasn't, it was still And she was just, like, what? Did she, like, have her period? Or did she, like, lose (laughs) her virginity to him? Like, how was he involved in that at all? So... (laughs) Like, how is she a woman now? Because he, like, interacted (laughs) with her. So anyway, I thought about that. Um, But I'm glad that wasn't the case. Her being a virgin was, like, really not a huge thing, I think. I mean,
0: she loses her virginity, like... A third of the way into the book
1: I think it's halfway? So I, I it's tab- at, I
0: think it's exactly halfway through I
1: think so I have the tab here page one hundred and seven out of two hundred and sixteen pages so yeah wow like,
0: exactly uh, halfway. Like halfway
1: yeah because like you know besides the whole there being like the whole trust thing it it's like it doesn't really play into the whole plot and I'm really glad they didn't like fetishize her being a virgin yeah. So very yeah. pleasantly surprised. The title did, you know, give me not the greatest first impression, but I'm very glad that we read through this.
0: I feel Danny Collins probably did not come up with the title.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean like, like why like why did we pick this book? Cause of the title. Yeah, Cause we thought and, it would... and the back. We, yeah. we thought
0: the, the back sounded like, kind of like, uh, okay, sure.
1: Yeah, I, I remember us buying this and us being like, this sounds kind of silly. Like, yeah. It's going to be a great first book for us to just kind of make fun of. And now here we are, raving about it for almost two hours.
0: <laughs> Do you think if, if we had gone back and told ourselves in, in January of 2019, <laughs> hey, in three years... <laughs> You're going to read this book for real by the way the podcast isn't happening right now just so you know. <laughs> we are going to you're going to read that book and you're going to love it. Like genuinely.
1: I would not believe it.
0: I would not believe it either. No,
1: I'm like okay first of all like how are you here? Time travel isn't real and then also I'd be like you're you're full of shit, okay? I know you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but no. Super surprised would smash both of our main characters here but Kane michaels just Mwah. chef's kiss
0: yeah I the, the gift Ritten of the like heart locket opening up kane michaels my love
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay ranking steaminess nicole
1: oh my gosh okay what's our what's our scale here out of uh out of
0: five out of five of i five. think five is better
1: Ooh, out of five okay I'm gonna Five give being it, the best. Okay. I'm gonna give it like are we gonna do like like fractions here too? Cause I would give it like a good I would honestly rank this on the higher side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably like a 4.2, I'll say. And my 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 reasoning here is not mm-hmm. just the sex scenes. I just think the sexual tension was written mm-hmm. so well, like even down to them just kissing, was honestly Hotter than some of the actual sex scenes, and then the breeding kink got me too. So yeah, that that's my reasoning. I thought this ranked pretty high, four point two.
0: I'm going to be a little harsher. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's a three point five. <gasps> <Okay>. I'm uh, <gasps> okay. just because difference. here's my here's my thing. I wanted a final sex scene. You gotta uh, have an encore, you yeah. know? Like you gotta have it's it's like the orgy at the end of Sense Eight. Spoilers. <laughs> like you gotta, I feel like so many romance things. Maybe it's just the the smut I'm reading on on Ao3. God, it reading but so like, much smut on Ao3. <laughs> even if it's like it has like an emotional through-line throughline stuff, it's like a real story. Like there is a sex scene at the end because it's it's, I don't know. It it's, like it's the boa, in a story yeah. about sex, it, it's a bow. Yeah. yeah, it it ties it all together, and, like I I read um. This morning I finished reading uh, our our friends sent us this uh, little like erotic story that they wrote like six years ago or something. I'm going to send it to you. It's very good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I had been thinking about how I wanted like a final sex scene in this.
1: And there's a final sex scene in that. Listen. And
0: I was like, okay, so I'm not crazy.
1: I'm I'm writing a, a long fic with smut in it, and I am also planning on that final sex scene. That thought did not even cross my mind. Yeah. You are absolutely correct.
0: And, I mean, for a book where, like, even putting aside the idea that Danny Collins did not come up with the title of this book, it is a book about virginity, and it's a book about... It's, it's a book about sex. Mm-hmm. And the the trust that that comes with it and how that can be like built and broken and to have the final sex scene be a scene right before benny comes and breaks them up yeah i i don't know the the kissing though oh the kissing 100 percent. i almost changed my ranking when you were talking about the kissing
1: the kiss, but oh, i do the kissing really drove it home for me
0: yeah, the the three sex scenes that we got are very good. The first two were better than the third, even though the third one's very very romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, got the breeding king. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: got me. It got me. I
0: can't believe episode one. We're both. We're both just like all right. cars on the table.
1: The breeding king. <laughs> Yes, no, you are absolutely correct. Like I did not even think of that. But no, 100%. Like for it to for the final sex scene to be right before fucking Benny shows up after be after missing this entire book. Yeah, it would have been nice for them to get one more scene, even if it was in the epilogue, like if they yeah. fucked in the jewelry store or whatever. I would have
0: lost I mean that. they did. Well, I mean, but like they you just didn't show it. Yeah. They cut <laughs> to black.
1: Yeah, for them to, you know, actually for Danny to have written that scene, that would have just been the perfect way to end it. Yeah. So yeah, 100% agree with you on them needing a final sex scene. Now, what do you rank this for dreaminess?
0: Dreaminess is a solid four. Mm-hmm. I think that Kane Michaels is a romantic. I think Gisella is a romantic. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. I like their... I, I'm going to make a call that people might not agree with here. <gasps> Big autistic energy between them. And I love it. <laughs> um, I I just, they really get each other. And mm-hmm. it, even on a level that they can't seem to really like vocalize, they get it. Yeah. And I really like that. I like the romantic gestures. I like that. I, I like that they chase after each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just Kane chasing after her; like she chases back.
1: Yeah, so I think I'm gonna have to go a little lower. So I'm, I'm stealing mm-hmm. your your ranking of <laughs> 3.7. I think that's a good number, because it's like, yes, uh, there are some parts in here that are just like super dreamy, and it's like, and you know, it's all subjective. It's like, what do you find yeah. romantic? Like me, for me, it was him, you know, booking those flights and you know, like yeah. tell, giving her the information to like send to her family and stuff. But then it kind of like, I don't know, it it left me, it left me wanting more, I think. And I think that's just Mm. a pacing issue, which like you're going to have, the book's only like 216 pages long, but it's like, you know, I just, I want like a more kind of like natural timeline, I think. And that would have made it dreamier for me because it's, it's, it's like, you know, it came in chunks. Where it's like, okay, like, why is this chunk coming so soon after the first one? But it's a good chunk. I'm not mad mm-hmm. at this chunk. It just, you know, I feel like there should have been more in between those two things happening. You know, which would have flushed it out a bit more, in my opinion. And, you know, like, they were horny right off the bat. And I love me a bit of, like, longing, you know, like, right off the yeah. bat. But no, since, since the second they laid eyes on each other, they were like yeah let's do this let's bang
0: they kiss within five minutes of talking to each other
1: literally literally that's not even an exaggeration so
0: not that's, even like a moi like a like a deep kiss yeah
1: like there was tongue <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i thought overall it was very dreamy personal you know preferences when you take those into consideration 3.7 3.8 3. i'll give it a 3.8
0: <laughs> i get i definitely get where you're coming from and pacing pacing was an issue here i mm-hmm. think the timeline was an issue too but yeah. it's kind of like what are you gonna do yeah
1: exactly there are
0: anamorph books longer than this book
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right and now meme which i'm i know we expected to be much higher and then yeah was not
0: <laughs> i'm giving it a two
1: Yeah. Scalps
0: made me laugh so much.
1: I was going to say, like, a 1.6 or something, because, yeah, the scalps got me. There were those couple of little lines that, like, made me laugh, but it's, like, it's not something to, like, make fun of it for. It just made me laugh, like, the whole, like, thought he was gonna, that orgasm was gonna kill him or whatever. Like, I thought that was hilarious, but, like, it's not, it's not, like, stupid, (laughs) you know? It's not worth making fun of.
0: You know, I'm not laughing i'm not laughing at danny collins i am laughing with danny collins because sometimes you write what you what you need to write sometimes sometimes you need a scalp tingling sometimes you need (laughs) to be like i thought that nut was gonna absolutely stop my heart and even some of the stuff that doesn't work it kind of works like his Mm -hmm. mouth scraped against hers like or scraped across her is, is a little like oh, yeah. but also like it it does like it shows a passion and like yeah um the other the other what I have for Meme-ness is mashing her mound into the firm ridge behind his fly, but it's like I don't know how else are you gonna say that
1: there are honestly only so many words you can use for like genitals where yeah. it's, like you're gonna also, have also you like... can't
0: seem to swear in Harlequin.
1: Oh well, I'll swear enough for. There were for a couple them. of
0: times. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of times where uh, it specifically said like he swore.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like oh, we can have talk about his erect member, but not like
1: not drop his fat the cock. F-bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah. Word around the office is he's got a fat cock.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did not even notice that. And now uh, that you say it, yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like I just, it, if Danny Collins was not such a good writer, this would have been like full of oh, yeah m- y nonsense. But no, she is honestly a very talented writer, which honestly did a lot for this story because it, it, it really could have gone the opposite way had she not been yeah. so skilled. <laughs>
0: I feel bad for whatever author, whatever poor author comes after Danny Collins here. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, because like now our standards are pretty high. I'm yeah. God, I'm I'm still not over how surprised I am.
0: Yeah, I, I feel a little bad for Danny Collins herself because uh, Innocent's Nine Months scandal has a lot to live up to here. Yeah. I hope that Victor Rohan. Makes me feel as romanced and de-pantsed as Kane Michaels <laughs> romanced did. And
1: de-pantsed.
0: I think that was going to be our original one. Oh, I
1: think so. But, yeah. Ugh, like ugh, Kane Michaels.
0: Yeah, Kane Michaels. So Michael I, Kane.
1: I, I think. <laughs> <so> <laughs> I think that's where we're going to leave off. Just yeah. Kane. Final thoughts. Kane Michaels.
0: Kane Michaels, and you know what? Gisella Barcy. Uh, or, or, Drummond? or Drummond, she goes by both yeah
1: Dep- yeah both of them honestly smash smash mm. smash
0: double smash double smash smash them together
1: uh, or maybe oh i mean they're doing that plenty so
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're fertile selves No, oh, they're so
1: fucking fertile <laughs> all right i guess that's it So, thank you so much for listening to this first incredibly long episode of the Three Little Words podcast. I'm Nicole. I'm Claudia. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. See you. Bye.